want to talk about this anymore. I got the rest no, of my no. fucking day until I go drink whiskey. <laughs> I might bring some papers to that whiskey bar. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the teacher I am. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's no rules against where you can grade papers, right? No, there's not. There's just, as far as I can tell, there's very few rules in general. But uh, so, you know Jeff, what? how was how was your day? It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah but, just started. Yeah. Oh, did you it? Know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a little after twelve o'clock, like noon. <laughs> your day just started. Well, I'm, you know, I'm showered and whatnot. You know, uh-huh. I made the bed. Oh you know? wow! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you I'm woke gonna, up and showered. Okay. So you got up at eleven thirty. I'm an adult. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I don't have a bedtime and I don't have an awake time. All my days off. Okay. Sounds like Stella disagrees. <laughs> yeah, she does. She will try to wake me up early if she hasn't already been fed. You know, she, yeah. she likes to eat. Yeah. You, yeah. you do have a very clear awake time, which is when she need, decides she needs food. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how's how's your day, huh, Sean? Huh? It's good. I got a bunch of stuff done. <laughs> oh yeah. And I watched the well, movie we're gonna talk about later. I watched it a couple days ago, so I was ready, so yeah. I could sleep in. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I wake up naturally at like 6.30, 6, uh, maybe 7 o'clock. Like, if That's I'm gr- really sleep, Like, I can get to 8 o'clock if I'm really sleeping in. That's gross. Well. I have a natural kind of, like, awake time. Not like I'm ready to start the day, but like a natural awake time at like 9 o'clock now. Yeah. But I can fight through it and stay asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can force yourself down. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm on time for work. That's all that matters, okay? Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. what society is deemed necessary. Yeah. To be a functioning adult. Great, we're nailing the fucking banter, right? Is this our oh, signature banter? so good. So good. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I am Jeff. You that get, is Stella. You get more aggressive every time you start that. I'm Sean. <laughs> Should I change my demeanor? Is yeah. it not an aggressive podcast? It's, hey, guys. Well, I don't think for hey. the beginning. Like, you're not threatening them into keep list like... Hey, I'm glad you're here. Hey. Hey. It's Heads Up. Hey. All right, well, you're not... Delilah you? doing fucking advice on the radio in the goddamn late nineties, early two thousands. Like he used to be like, Hey like a friendly jovial Yeah. Hey. That's, know, that's, that's, that's still a little abrupt, yeah. That's yeah, still a little I'm a I'm a I'm a I mumble a lot, so mm-hmm. if I ever try to enunciate it always comes off as aggressive. Okay. Like no matter what I'm trying to get across. So you know. That's okay. how life is for me. Well, you should work on that. That's not. That's not how. That's not how life works. You don't have problems, and then you just go. Well, that's just how I am. <laughs> Sean, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I've had my chance to become something else, and now I'm. I'm what I am now. Okay. That's not how it works. That's it. There's no more growth. That's not how it works. Only decay. All right. Well, decay back from your aggressive introductions. <laughs> hey. That's how are better. you guys? Yeah, that's that's super. Yeah. All right. I'll get there. Hey guys. <laughs> By episode sixty, it's gonna be good. Yeah, It'll be good. All right, who's gonna who's gonna be your co-host then? I'm not doing this that long. <laughs> it's a long time. You keep threatening that, okay? It's a long time. Oh yeah, I got to say what we do on this podcast. Yeah, how it I works. was yeah, yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna remind you to do that. I get it. I, like, I get it. You told them what the name was and who we are. Mm-hmm. And now. Then I was chastised. Yeah. And then, well, on this podcast, you know, every episode we pick a candy to have eaten mm-hmm. prior, and then we we talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, 2017 decided to dedicate to wizards, so we can kind of figure out exactly what makes a wizard. And uh, yeah, we didn't decide of, that. But <laughs> please go on. 
as of as of lately, we've been talking about animals. Yeah, Kyle's, Kyle's click is dead. It was a terrible segment. Those of you who might not know what Kyle's click was or is, it's your first time listening. Oh, go yeah, ahead, just yeah. just go back through our catalog. There's only been 25 other episodes, and you'll probably get through them before we post up the next one. Yeah, all you new <laughs> listeners flooding in. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't worry Chris, about it. Yeah, Christmas? There's a big boom in podcasting during the Christmas holiday season, you know? Uh, I mean, is there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think what you're seeing is when we started doing this last year, people listened to give it a try, <laughs> and then there was a big drop off in January. And I think you're misinterpreting the data as a big Christmas pickup. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that. I don't think that's it. People had to figure out like what their New Year's resolution was going to be. They started hearing us podcasting. They're like, you know what? Starting January, I'm out. I'm out of podcasts. No, uh, yeah, let's do it anymore. I'm going to be outside doing more, <laughs> doing more stuff away from technology. So. Hmm. The internet gave us so many things. <laughs> you know, you know, I put that in post, right? right? <laughs> like, what's the rest of it? You're not waiting for it. Click, click, um, click. It's good. Yeah, I just give a little demo for all our new listeners. The ho- our holiday boom. I'm gonna put animal noises behind that. Just use that. Yeah. No, that's another thing. Yeah, I really like just all the excess noise behind everything. I, I always think it's a good addition when it's difficult for me to hear what the person is saying. That's always good. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta think of the animal noises as as musical instruments during that song. Okay. They're not though. They're just a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> they're ju- they're just a distraction. It's hard to hear what they are, but they're enough. Yeah. They're loud enough that it distracts from what the the intro <laughs> theme beats are. It's mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. Right. And you know, and another thing, you can't, you can't. I cut out Brett's doinker watch for when we talk about dicks, not when someone just says the word penis. You we talked about no, dicks for like do, no, five minutes. No, you doinker watched it, and then I just said penis, and then we didn't. It was the wrong place. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I got a lot of I got a lot of problems with how this is produced. <laughs> we, t- we, t- we talked about bull penis for like five minutes. Yeah. I don't remember that that's where you put it, though. That's <laughs> where I put it. I don't know. I remember having a problem with where you put Donegar Watch. And I'm standing by my. I'm standing by myself. I have complete faith that I know what I'm talking about. What animal are we talking about? Did you put the... Put, hold on. Put the theme song in. The internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours, too. It's in. All right. Good. That was fast. Uh, what animal I'm are we good. talking about? I'm choosing this time, right? Yeah. Well, you should have already chosen. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, since it is December, let's talk. Let's talk reindeer, Sean. What do you know about reindeer? What do you, that's not how the segment works. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to have done at, even a little bit of research and have things to say about them right off the top. <laughs> Listen, from the two times we've done it, I, I believe you've asked me about that animal, <laughs> and then I, I started to talk. And then, well, no, you always said you don't know, and then I filled it. So, all right, I don't know, dick about reindeer. Fill me in. Oh no! I see. I knew this is what it was, which is why I just cut out that whole part. You know, they have, they have they have antlers, and uh, what, what else are reindeer called? Caribou. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, they are also known as caribou. Um, it's good because they look them... like they look like caribou. Like I've seen a caribou before, oh. and I was like, that looks a lot like reindeer. Yeah. So what I'm seeing right now in the very rudimentary research I've done in the time it took me to scold you for not doing any research is that they're called caribou in North America. Oh, okay, so okay. So I'm sure so that, you know, reindeer, other places maybe have some genetic differences, but... So we should change all the Christmas stories we tell about Santa and his reindeer to say caribou so it'd be more accurate to North America. But Santa goes all over the world. Well, they probably don't say Santa and his reindeer. They probably say it in whatever language you're talking. Well, they probably use whatever the word for reindeer is in their language, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I thought. <laughs> I think you just made my point. I, no, I no. That other places they call them reindeer. So why yeah. can't we? Uh, and Santa doesn't live in North America, anyways. He lives in the North Pole. We just we just watched a whole movie about this. <laughs> we just watched a whole movie about this. I mean, there's different kinds of reindeer from the rudimentary research I did in a panic after you said I should have done some research. Arctic reindeer. You think you think Santa has Arctic reindeer? Uh huh. That's where the North Pole is. So mountain reindeer, huh? Hmm? What about them? You don't know any more than I do about them right now. So you can't aggressively question me. Because I know for a fact that you saw the word mountain reindeer and that's where you stopped reading. You know I'm not big on reading. That's Then why did you volunteer to do this segment where you have to do a small amount of research? You could have watched a video on reindeer. This is not going to be a great Christmas episode. This will appeal only to people who go to their family parties and fight with their family. <laughs> I'll put some, you know, light Christmas music in the background. Oh, yeah, good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That won't be distracting at all. <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess Arctic reindeer live in Greenland. I mean, okay. it's a s- subspecies of uh, reindeer caribou. So, Did you know, know that out of it's all... Been extinct, it's been extinct since the 1900s. Okay. Do you, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm going to close that one out. Uh, yeah, it's not a bummer at all. Too. <laughs> did you know that reindeer, out of all living deer species, have the largest and heaviest antlers? No, I did not. I did not know that. A male antler, a male's antlers can reach up to 51 inches long. Was it 12, 24, Whoa. 36, 48? That's over four feet long. Damn, they must have pretty strong neck muscles. Probably, yeah. Well, uh, you've seen some pictures of reindeer now that you've done some research in the past <laughs> four minutes. They do have thick necks. Yeah. How do they fly with all those antlers up, up on top of their heads? Magic. Ugh. Antlers fall off and grow back larger every year. It's gross. They bleed, right? Don't they, during the rut, don't they rub that stuff off? Yeah, because it, like, grows out of their gross heads. It's, like, bloody. It, like, just sits there. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, they don't look as gross as sheep in these pictures, but, you know. We'll find a picture of one that's in the process of rubbing the skin and and flesh off of the antlers as they grow. (laughs) What would be the scientific term for that? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, molting? Is it molting? In, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The re- as new antlers grow, the reindeer is said to be, quote, in velvet, oh. end quote, because skin, yeah. blood vessels, and soft fur cover the developing antlers. Yeah, gross. Uh-huh. Gross. Reindeer yeah. are built for staying warm in freezing temperatures. Oh. Some populations are migratory, some are not. I mean, you know what? Still nicer looking than sheep, even when, like, the skin and velvet stuff falling off and bloody, bloody antlers. This this part sounds like bullshit. Just the, just the end part. So reindeer have uh, two coat layers, right? Mm-hmm. Like their skin. Okay. So there's an undercoat of fine, soft wool that stays right next to the skin. Yeah, that makes sense. And a top layer of long, hollow guard hairs. Okay, so they got long, hollow hair on on the outside. The air trapped inside the guard hairs holds in body heat to keep the animal warm against wind and cold. All right, I'm sure there's physics behind that. I don't really understand it, but... The hollow hairs also help the reindeer float, allowing it to swim what? across a river if needed. That sounds like bullshit, man. <laughs> just... <laughs> their hair just keeps them afloat? Yeah. Like, the, like their, their, the hollow guard hairs on the outside of their skin helps them float. Come on. Do you see how big these things are? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. If we put a deer in water and it didn't move, it would still just float comfortably. I don't know about that. It might increase their buoyancy, but, it, I mean, it says help the reindeer float, not makes them float, period, but still. Ah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's bullshit. I, I don't know. I guess science, I guess people have, have looked into it, but 
So I don't, I don't believe it. So there's a scientist who's been paid to like push reindeer into rivers and been like, hmm, looks <laughs> like their fur helps. Do you, th- do you think they like skinned a reindeer and wore it and just like relaxed in a pool somewhere? And they're like, yeah, I think this is helping me. I was going to say, I wonder if they shaved one, but I guess they could kill and skin it and then wrap it around themselves. If that Well, would... you can't just take all these loose, hollow hairs and what do you, what do, you do, glue them to a, to a tarp or something? Or are you like... You shave the reindeer. What did, I, what did I just say? You take How are you going to back onto somebody to float in? You can't just, you you can't just hold... You, you put, put the, the hollow hairs on top of the water and just like jump on it? Oh, I didn't go into the water. compare no. the reindeer with hair... To the reindeer that you shaved, you push them both into a river and see what one floats better. You'd be a terrible scientist, man. Listen, I think your way is not. It's gonna raise more questions than it answers. How? How? Okay. You you're talking about killing and skinning them? Yeah. Because you don't want to glue their hair to a tarp. How does? What is that? What, I don't even know. I, where? What, what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Just talking about scientific research. Oh, all right. I'm Shaving on. a reindeer. That's humiliating. Okay. Boom. Bullet in the head. Skin it. Wear it as wear it as a swimsuit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're so all of, all of the science that you perform, you know, it's just you have to hire you know furry scientists who want to be reindeer so they can hey. wear the reindeer skins. No, no. Hey, listen, I don't, I'm not here to kink shame, but uh, no, I am. It wouldn't right. be furries. It'd I be am, very right. different. Okay, I don't, I don't approve of furries. I kink shame you furries. You shouldn't want to yeah. be an animal. We've talked about this before. I'm not going to go back into it. It makes me mad every time. It's just it seems like a lot of work. And it seems like it'd be sweaty in there, and the cleaning of the suit. It seems like too much work. Why would you want to be an animal when humans dominate the planet? And here's the thing. Those furry costumes don't really look like animals. They look like cartoon animals. Yeah. You don't really look like a real animal. Mm. What is it? What are you trying to do? Just skin a real reindeer, wear it, and try to swim. Get no sexual gratification, just scientific research out of the way. Yeah. Five million deer, reindeer, worldwide. Including domesticated. Oh, man, there's domesticated reindeer. That's pretty cool. So, like, you can just own a reindeer like you would a dog? Yeah, but not like a zebra. (laughs) Fucking can't domesticate them. The knees of many species of reindeer are adapted to produce a clicking sound as they walk. (laughs) Maybe audible from ten meters away. That's crazy. Jesus. The frequency of clicks is one of a range of signals that establishes relative positions on a dominant scale among reindeer. So if their knees click louder, they're just, like, cooler? Yeah. It's specifically loud knee clicking is discovered to be an honest signal of body size, (laughs) providing an exceptional example of potential non-vocal acoustic communication of mammals. Lady reindeer, like, want to hear, like, oh my god, did you hear that guy's knees click? It was so loud. Man, we must be, what, 10 meters away? Easily. Sounds like he's right next to us. You know what they say about reindeer with a big click. <laughs> so how do, I mean, how do they hide from predators? I guess they have, like, these giant antlers, so maybe they're more, they're more aggressive. Brown bears and polar bears prey on reindeer, um, but they tend to attack weaker animals, like babies and sick ones. Because, oh, since healthy adult reindeer can usually outpace a bear, so they just run away. That's cool. So they just grow those antlers to impress, what, women? Got loud, clicky knees and really heavy antlers. Well, they fight with them too. Each other. It sounds like they run away from everything else. Yeah, but like if you get two adult males whose knees click about as loud as each other, they gotta like smash their heads into each other until one gives up and goes away. Being a fucking animal must suck. Being a human's pretty cool. I'd say we're in the, we're in like the top ten species. Oh de- yeah, I'd say top five, but definitely top ten. Where, where does the reindeer fall on that list? I don't know. Maybe not top ten. Yeah, I mean not even in the top thousand, right? Well, I don't know how I don't know how many animals there are in the world. I don't know how we're going to classify it. Well, I don't think you can like really compare like you know reindeers and bees. You know, well, no, you can't. Bees 
a win for obvious reasons that we're not going to go into. Everybody knows why. Uh, everybody knows. Everybody knows why bees win. But like, I don't want to say ants again because I know you get like a hard on for ants. Cause you don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying but. an ant-sized horse versus a regular-sized ant. An ant obviously no, wins. We've had this argument. We can't just keep revisiting this argument. I'm just saying it was unresolved. It's not clearly I'm right. Like, clearly and you refused. Won. You refused to I hear. I swear me. to God, I'll quit this call right now, and you can just put up what we have already as the episode. I swear to God. It's just, it's it's two clicks. I bring up the I bring up the chat screen and then I hit the X. It's right there. It's no trouble at all for me. I can go grade those papers. Get to that whiskey bar sooner. All right, let's look. Let's look at this 11 things you might not know about reindeer from the website Mental Floss. Reindeer and caribou the same thing. <laughs> Idiots. We just learned that. I mean that that would be good to know because you know we didn't know. No, I asked you what they were called and you guessed. You guessed correctly. <laughs> Without having done any research, that's not that. I mean, that qualifies as a thing you know. I guess. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. They go by many names, which and then they just put like a bunch of foreign language stuff, which is stupid. Like every animal goes by many names. If you're gonna list the names in different languages, <laughs> also another thing we already talked about though. We could write for mental floss. I'm just saying. <laughs> they they host podcasts. There's some speculation here about which species uh, Santa's reindeer are. It doesn't matter because they're magic. It's not always easy to tell the sex of a reindeer. Yes, it is. Penis or vagina. Uh, they, they dip back into Santa's reindeer. They may or may not be female. This isn't important. Does it say a lot about your species when many of the facts about you that are listed have to deal with one fictional story? Of a creature from another race? It's yeah. like the, the most well-known numbers of your species are slaves to a, to a fictional... <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think it says a lot about your species. Ooh. So according... When was this article written, Mental Floss? Do you have a date on here? December 7th, 2015. Okay. So two years ago, researchers at University College London discovered reindeer are the only mammals that can see ultraviolet light. How do you, how do you find that out? That's a good you question. You just freak them out with ultraviolet lights. See if they... <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. First you skin them, and then you... Well, yeah, you pluck their eyes out, and then put those eyes in goggles, and then you wear the goggles... <laughs> When you look through their eyes, you see if you can see ultraviolet light, of course. You put the eyes in your fursuit after you've already skinned them. Yeah, so reindeers can see up to a range. That it, so it, it still only covers the part of the spectrum we can see with the help of a black light. Okay. But it's still enough to help reindeer see things in the glowing white of the Arctic that they would otherwise miss. So oh. things like white fur and urine are difficult, even, even impossible, for humans to see in the snow. But they show they up in high it. contrast for reindeer, yeah. Gotta see that pee. Yeah, why is every animal like a dirty pee boy? <laughs> yeah, the yellow in the snow is not not evidence enough. <laughs> to see in black light. Well, you know, if it's dark out, you gotta check. You gotta scope out. Hey, Jerry, you pee over here, man. Yeah, Jerry, is this your pee? I'm checking it out right now, bro. Love it, love it. I'm a reindeer. I love pee. Reindeer pee boy. Hey, Santa. You don't know what gender I am, but you know that I love pee. How come uh, bulls' penises are so large, but reindeer's penises are so small that we can't tell the difference between tell. male and females? Like, whoa, what is that? I can't tell. I don't know. They seem like pretty big animals. Oh, yeah. So, well, not all reindeer migrate. Some of them travel further than any other migrating terrestrial animal. Oh, so birds beat them out. Who gives a shit then? They just they just hang out on the wind, you know? Yeah. yeah. Birds are so smug. I don't I know. I, we got, that's... The, 2018, the year of the bird. We're just going to fucking rip into them. Fucking little dinosaur wannabes. Hollow bones. Yeah. What are the facts about reindeer we got here? They are among the only members of the deer family that have uh, fur covering the entirety of their noses. Oh, yeah. Weird. Can you, hey, can you, 
Can you name all of Santa's reindeer off the top of your head right now without looking it up? Uh, well, there's uh, Comet and Cupid, and didn't I, didn't we do this? <laughs> yeah, we did. Cupid, I want to see Donner if you've been studying. Uh, there's a uh, Vixen. There's a uh, <laughs> Comet and Cupid. You said them first. <laughs> yeah. Donder. What? <laughs> what Donner. Was, you said Donder. You said this is the same thing I think you did last time. I think. Okay, hold on. <laughs> No one has ever been named Donder. There's never been a Donder reindeer. There's never been a Donder person. It's probably never. That's the, probably the first time the phrase Donder has been said ever. Except for last year when I Except said. Except for it last again. year when you coined the phrase Donder. Um, did I say Blitzen? Oh, it's, it's no, it's Donder the reindeer. Could be male or female. Yeah, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. Blah blah. Start at the beginning of the song, which is Dasher and Dancer. Oh, Dasher and Dancer. Yeah, that, that's it. Those are the ones I was forgetting. <laughs> and Prancer and Vixen. Comet, yeah. Cupid, Cupid, Donner, yeah. and Vixen. Yep, there it is. And then yeah. Rudolph, right? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Nailed it. I got it. I got it. Why is it important that I know their, his reindeer's name? You know what I mean? I just, someday in the future, it might be important. And if you don't know it off the top of your head... I feel like there's a lot of other uh, fictional characters of note, and I mm-hmm. don't have to know the names of their animals. But, uh, yeah, but how many of them have, like, a list that's been put into song form? I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure whatever his name, his big blue ox has a name. I don't know it. You know and what I mean? Is his big blue ox in a song? I think so. <laughs> if I could remember who it was. I'm sure there was a song about him with a big blue ox. Well, there's a song called Big Blue Ox. The guy's name is Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. And the... Ox's babe. The, ox, the ox's name is Babe. Okay, okay. So bad example. Bad example. Yeah. Um, We're not talking about oxen. We could talk about oxen next week and how and how there's a song about a giant who used to call his blue ox a babe. Yeah, check this out. out in the woods. Come on, babe. Come on, babe. Let's go, babe. Listen, reindeer. They look better than sheep, but they're still a little weird. I think they're great. What do you mean they look better than sheep? Sheep just are disturbingly ugly. Like I didn't think about it, but I look at a reindeer. I'm like, oh yeah, that's basically what I thought. Well, that might just be the Christmas indoctrination that you've experienced living in a society that <laughs> values this holiday. I don't know. You're saying that uh, sheep look as equally disturbing as reindeer? Uh, they're just animals. I mean, they're, they're going to look different than us. <laughs> Reindeers still have, like, dead black eyes, except instead of, like, sheep are just like, oh, I'm a sheep. I'm hanging out. I provide wool. A reindeer's like, hey, I have giant antlers and my knees click. That's weird. I don't like that. They're contributing to society, okay? Let's just let's just predict right now though that there will at some point be a horror movie where the killer is a reindeer and there are dramatic scenes where you can hear their knees clicking as they get closer. <laughs> Jeff, did you know that if you look into a mirror and say reindeer, reindeer, reindeer three times like that, a reindeer will show up in your house and you'll hear the clicking of its knees before it gores you with its terrible antlers? Some of the, their velvet falls from the ceiling That's, onto someone's shoulder. Yeah. And they look up, there's a reindeer clinging to the ceiling, knees clicking as it drops down on you. I don't know whether or not they can actually fly. It's been too ingrained into our society. <laughs> well, I mean, it'll be a horror movie, so it doesn't matter. No, facts don't matter. They'll just have a couple jump scares, and the music will, you know, get loud real quick sometimes. It's Boy, scary movies are just the dumbest, aren't they? Horror films yeah. are the worst for worst garbage genre. people. Yeah. Horror movies, not good, general rule. But if they were starring a reindeer... Maybe. Blitzen's Revenge. I know Donder, you... the Forgotten Ranger. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you could do that, and they could play a slowed-down, attempted, creepy version of uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, where they list all the names. 
But do you recall the most terrifying reindeer of all? Yeah. Thunder <laughs> the Savage. <laughs> gore you with his antlers. The song is supposed to make it easy for me to remember these reindeer names, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. What did you think the song was for? I don't know. I mean, maybe in some cultures his name is Donder. Can we, can we not rule that out? All right, but that means i got to look it up right now. Uh, Snopes says Donner or Dunder, but not Dunder. Dunder. Yeah. Oh, my God, the L.A. Times. Is it Donder or Donner? It's a big controversy from people who don't pay attention to when they're singing the song. Uh, this is also from two years ago, December 24th, 2015. Oh, my God. There is, there is, uh, no, this, I apologize. There is a long running. So someone, someone who doesn't know reindeer names like you works at the U.S. <laughs> Department of Agriculture. Okay, so. There's hope for me yet. So both state and federal bureaucracies that control cross-border movement of livestock issued their annual waivers Wednesday so that Santa can visit U.S. and California households without assistance from an attorney and a veterinarian. Okay, whatever. Here's the problem. The t- I'm just quoting, this is straight from the article. The two agencies can't seem to agree on the reindeer names. Uh, neither forgot Rudolph, they agree on Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Blitzen, but the seventh reindeer, called Donner, as the U.S. Department of Agriculture says, or is it Donder? Mm. So, okay, let's... Mm-hmm. The California Department of Food and Agriculture calls him Donder. There's literally dozens of us out there, Sean. It's just because another person was wrong. <laughs> Doesn't mean that you're right. I'm supposed to believe that they have fur covering their nose, and yet Rudolph's nose still glows really brightly red and can be seen in the dark? Uh, well, obviously it doesn't. No real reindeer's nose glows brightly red, and you can see the, that's not a thing. But Ar- the Arctic reindeer, sometimes uh, they'll have, like, the blood will be close to the surface in the nose to keep it warm, which mm-hmm. gives it kind of a reddish look. Oh, for real. Yeah, for real. Okay, but so there's a, there's then there's another faction that sticks to the names Dunder and Blixum. What? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blitzum. Blixum. B L I X E M. Dunder <laughs> and Blixum. I'm done. I'm done with reindeer. This is <laughs> so dumb. This is coming from a guy that says Dunder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done with reindeer. We watched the movie The Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen. And? And, uh... A little boy. And and Judge Reinhold. And, yes, as a uh, psychiatrist. <laughs> I think the father from Everybody Loves Raymond is in it. Uh, yeah, he works for... Or he is the business owner of where Tim Allen works. Real quick, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Santa Claus is just about... Uh, Santa dies on Tim Allen's front lawn, and then <laughs> Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus. And then... That's it, pretty much. <laughs> end of story. No, pretty much end of story. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I've said this before, and I actually tried to look for it today. There's a cut of this movie they could make where they cut out all the Santa Claus stuff, <laughs> and it's just a weird movie about a dad, like, kidnapping his son after, like, convincing him that he's turning into Santa Claus after he accidentally killed a guy from falling off his roof, and they hid the body the night before. There's a part where the, the mother says to uh, Judge Reinhold, the stepfather, I never thought Tim Allen would go this far, uh, changing his his bodily appearance because he gets real fat to be Santa. Like to to trick, like that would be great in that cut because that's what <laughs> would be happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you kind of the part where he gets like immediately fat or his hair grows really fast. Yeah, be so good. I love the idea of him being fat ruins his entire life. Like, 
Yeah. His boss is like, whoa. His boss, it, it has no effect on, his, on his job performance, but his boss takes him outside <laughs> a meeting. He's like, Jesus, dude, go to a nutritionist or something. It's, it's distracting to watch fat people eat during this, during this meeting. <laughs> it was amazing. It's great that we get to know that he works at a toy company and that his uh, kid's stepfather is a psychiatrist, but we never find out what the mother does for work because who cares what women do for work? Yeah, what was this, the 90s? Yeah. It was made with a very 80s mentality. <laughs> yeah. You maybe, maybe the mother's busy, you know? No. Dames, dames stay home. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Um, I also like that it was portrayed that when he was um, 190 something pounds, he was he was incredibly fat. <laughs> it's gross. Oh God, 190. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, his doctor doesn't seem concerned like about anything. Yeah, not at all. Like I put on, I put on, let's say 60 pounds in a day. No, he says he says 45 pounds in a week. <laughs> He actually says that in the film. That's crazy. Yeah, the doctor's like, meh, whatever. And your beard, hormones, don't worry about it. In the beginning of this movie, he is praised for like creating last like that year's hottest toy. And then the next year he gains forty five pounds and his boss is like, I don't know. He might be he might have to be out. I don't know. Oh, the pressure must have been too much for him creating a great toy. <laughs> There, I don't. Again, this is another supposedly children's movie that I don't mm. understand why it's for children. Because in the first five minutes, he makes a reference to a man sleeping with his secretary at that yeah. business party, yeah. and then they go on to make references about drug use, brain damage, uh, mm. a fireman whose partner dies, <laughs> and a lot of the Tim Allen gaining weight stuff is basically just a body horror, like. <laughs> He he loses control of his body, and he, he it doesn't matter what he's doing. There's some of it when he goes down chimneys, too. Like, it crushes him down. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's magic, Sean, okay? It's the magic of Christmas. No, I agree. Magic is it. terrifying. They got that right. I mean, it's not all women bashing. They, they do stick to the 90s stereotype that uh, men can't cook, so he burns the turkey. Oh, my God. The first 15 <laughs> minutes of this film was, like, they, they seesawed back and forth fucking violently between, like, the slapstick attempts of oh, men are dumb. <laughs> Tim Allen can't cook. He burned the whole thing. It burns. It bursts into flames again after he puts it out. And then it's just like these soul-crushing, depressing scenes where he's like desperately trying to have a nice, like hour of dinner with his son because he's a single parent. And they yeah. go to Denny's, and also at Denny's for some reason there's an entire room filled with Japanese businessmen <laughs> for no reason. It's never brought up again. <laughs> It's just, they, don't, they, don't, they don't buy the toy company at the end or anything, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's they're no lesson to be mentioned. learned. It's They're just there. You know, Thanksgiving, big day for Japanese people at Denny's. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't, was that a 90s stereotype? How, how hard do you think that one writer had to pitch that when they were, when they were writing this movie? <laughs> you know, on Thanksgiving, yeah. it's full of Japanese people, Denny's, right? Everyone knows that. You guys, All the time. Everyone knows that. You've never seen? No? Hmm. No, I don't know. Let's, I mean, we can go check next time, but it was just, I was so bummed out. I was like, please don't let the whole movie be, be about this. Where the little boy's like, no, I don't want to be here. I don't like this. Like, yeah, dog. <laughs> Tim Allen's fucking up, but that's the movie's fault. Like, it was so sad. The kid doesn't even want to stay there with him. His mom's like, pick up tomorrow. He's like, so like sunrise? Yeah, the kid's like negotiating <laughs> with her. Like, like you're definitely like, so as soon as the sun comes up. And Tim Allen's funny in a 90s kind of way, right? So why wouldn't you want to be with Tim Allen? Right. I mean, maybe because he's shitting on your stepfather. 
every chance he can get. Okay, okay. But let's just... The stepfather really oversteps his bounds here, though. He he tells the kid that Tim Allen, this kid's biological father, mm-hmm. he says that Tim Allen, quote, lashes out irrationally at him. The stepfather is just... He's just abdicating all responsibility for the way he treats Tim Allen. And he's telling this to, like, a five-year-old kid. <laughs> He just, yeah. oh, yeah, dude, yeah, your dad is so irrational. I do everything right. He's always wrong. Yeah. Cool. You have to pick between us. Bye. <laughs> this is your problem now, child. I'm a great psychologist, psychiatrist, yeah. whatever. That's also how they were written in the 90s, right? Psychologists. There's no respect for that profession. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, they include that also when the kid outsmarts the guy, when the guy's trying to, like, logic his way through it. <laughs> he doesn't have an explanation for that. Maybe Santa Claus is real. Yeah. Yeah, oh man, yeah, psychiatrists never know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know, parents all around the world to just see extra presents under the tree from Santa, and they're like, I don't remember getting that, but... Yeah, another, like, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't remember putting a kayak under the tree, but... Everyone has to be, they wake up on Christmas morning, and there's a bunch of presents that no one in the house bought, and everyone just takes credit for it. All parents everywhere just have to fly with this. <laughs> For Santa to be believed to be a myth by the adult world. Oh, honey, I love this kayak. Oh, you're welcome, my dear. I definitely went out and bought it. And then signed it from Santa Claus. That, ha- that had to happen like and four billion times. Yeah. Do you- I love how aggressive Tim Allen gets with the a little girl at the second house he goes to. He like bullies her into lying down and closing her eyes when she's like sleeping trying to catch Santa Claus. Can, can you leave me alone, please? I know. I don't look like Santa Claus and I'm in your house. Shut up and go to sleep. I'm robbing the joint. See? <laughs> they made two sequels to this movie, but they should have made a prequel because I don't know if it's just bad acting, but that Santa that fell off the roof in the beginning, it seems like it was staged. <laughs> seems like he was committing suicide. Uh, no, he didn't die, dude. He was trying to escape the Santa Claus curse. <laughs> oh, so you're saying when he disappears, he goes back to his regular life? Yeah. That dude doesn't, like, quote-unquote disappear. When Tim Allen and the kid look away, yeah, that guy just strips out of those clothes and definitely runs off naked. <laughs> and he's desperate to get back to his normal life. Who goes to check for uh, things on the roof with a jacket and underwear? No pants on. If he had just know. worn pants, he wouldn't have had to wear that suit. Who searches a dead body on their front lawn for quote-unquote identification before they call the cops? So I get my fingerprints all over this. Let me just, yeah, let me just get my hands all over your body. Let me just see if you have a wallet. I don't even know why they need a Santa Claus, because it looks like the reindeer and that magic bag do 90% of the work. Yeah, I don't really know either. Or that or that the adult elf. <laughs> Creepy looking. Seems, seems like a real nice place to work. That guy just yells at all the elves. Yeah. Well, they're a slave race. They're working Christmas Day. When is their day off? So here's the thing, okay? Tim Allen, um, his son convinces him by being a whiny little bitch to put on a dead man's clothes after they've <laughs> stolen his means of conveyance. Um, He's already saw one man fall off the roof, and then his son refuses to not climb up there. Yeah. Stay there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the roof is clearly slippery because an adult man just fell to his death. Who would normally be carried by a bag <laughs> yeah. to a chimney. So they go to the North Pole where the elves live in a sealed compound underground. And we'll get to that. But first of all, these elves are all children. They're all played by children. They all look like children. They're just children with pointy ears. It's creepy as hell. I don't like it. It made me really uncomfortable. It made me super uncomfortable when, in addition to um, all the references to adultery, drug use, brain damage, um, all that other stuff, the little girl elf thinks that Santa adult Tim Allen... Might be hitting on her by. Yeah. She has to reply, thanks, but I'm seeing someone in yeah. rapping. And you know she's had to come up with that because a couple of Santas were like, Yes! What are you doing? That means she's been in this before. That means the last guy might have been a pedophile. 
Hey, she's 1,200 years old. Nah, dog, they're children. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> dog. Like, yeah, I mean, even if even if they're of an age of consent, no, don't, uh, no, they, they don't, don't they even, don't, they don't nope. look, they don't look appropriate to be hitting on. Don't even dance down that. Don't even, yeah. don't even yeah. dance down that excuse. She's oh, she's mature for her age, Jeff. Is that what you're? Twelve hundred years old. Mm-hmm. She's twelve hundred years old. Yeah, sure. That's what her license said, anyways, right, officer? <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's not okay because she just yeah. definitely looks like a child. Yeah, which means that there has been a Santa in this universe, <laughs> in the Tim Allen, the Santa Claus film universe. Yeah. At least one Santa in the past has been a full-on pedophile. Yeah, I mean, most jobs there's like a, you know interviews, background checks, but not for Santa. <laughs> Well, Santa is it's more of a Highlander type thing where you have, you just murder the previous guy. Yeah. Also, okay, does that mean then that Santa lives longer? I don't know. I don't or does know. Santa change out? Like, does he age out until he's too old to stand on a roof himself and falls off and dies and another person finds the suit? Till he can't handle it. Till he can't stand on a roof. Also, yeah, I know. Imagine that. You never get to retire. There's no retirement. I, also, another terrifying thing, the mm-hmm. kid towards the end of the film the stepdad says, oh, you're going to be a great psychiatrist. And the kid goes, nah, I'm going into the family business. I'm going to push my dad off a roof. He has to kill his father to become Santa Claus. <laughs> Not to get too far off track. That um, that little girl elf, she said Judy. she's perfected hot chocolate. It took her it took her like a thousand years to perfect hot chocolate. Not too hot. Extra chocolate. Shaken, <laughs> shaken not stirred. Took you over a thousand years to figure that out. Okay, here's the thing, though, right? They do live in a sealed compound <laughs> at the North Pole, so pretty secluded. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just I don't know what kind of educational systems they have. Maybe maybe they don't have the scientific process yet. Uh, towards the end of the film, Tim Allen abducts his child after yeah. he essentially he doesn't have custody of his kid anymore. He's not even supposed to be around. And the second the judge does that, they cut to a scene where he's. Lurking in their front yard, looking in their window, watching them have dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real bad. Yeah. It's real, real bad. Like that's like the first thing he does when he's told he can't go there. Yeah. And then why not wait till you know the day after Christmas instead of like a day or two before to have like because you're gonna be pretty busy to go take your kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe those two days you got some shit to do. It could be that the magic of the suit compels him. <laughs> to, to, to be near children. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's just part of the magic of Santa. That head elf in charge doesn't seem to have a problem with it. He's like, yeah, I don't give a, I don't care about the laws of the United <laughs> States. What do I care? Yeah. So that brings me to my other point. That Bernard, the adult elf, who is definitely out of place, he gives the kid a crystal ball that mm-hmm. in the film essentially acts like a memory time bomb with the child as like a delivery vehicle. That's, that's, <laughs> some, that's some next level terrorist cell shit. <laughs> Uses the kid to get to Santa. God. Uh, Santa gets arrested because Tim Allen just can't stay out of that house. <laughs> he's just got to be in his ex-wife's house. He's just he's got to. He can't help it. Yeah, has to deliver to that house. Yeah, because you know adults get presents from Santa. That's course, yeah. That's how yeah. that works. He gets arrested, and then the elves have a paramilitary strike force <laughs> yeah. that are based in a secluded compound run by the single charismatic leader of Santa. Like what? <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. The cops were waiting for Santa. <laughs> they fly there, and then they tell the kid not to worry. They're the good guys. Who are the bad guys in this yeah. movie? There are no bad guys. Yeah. There's just a giant weird misunderstanding. No, no. See, that's that's how you run a terrorist cell compound. 
you have black it's a black and white we're the good guys which by default makes everyone else the bad guys makes the police looking for an abducted child yep the bad guys yep oh the police that arrested your dad for abducting you they're the bad guys yeah he he actually broke the law it's not yeah. like a weird he was told that he could have no contact with you because of the shit that the elves have gotten him into and uh he broke a law so he's arrested so it's it's not a misunderstanding well, now, you know, I mean, maybe Santa Claus, because he's from a compound in the North Pole, maybe he's a, maybe that's a sovereign state, and he's, he's not bound by our laws. You know, I, I, that's probably the, if there's a legal department that the elves have, maybe that's the argument they might go with. It's got to be, because the contract is just like fine print that you literally can't read without a magnifying glass, and you don't even know that you've done it. That's legally binding. Yeah, there's the yeah. As soon as you find a dead Santa and put on his clothes, you are contractually obligated to live out the rest of your life as Santa. You gain a bunch of weight. You grow. What? So what happens if a woman puts the suit on? <laughs> so really, like they don't address that at all. But that's addressed in the fourth movie coming out, the Mrs. Claus. Is there really a the Mrs. Claus? No, but there. Oh, I kind of there could there be, but it would it would be too creepy. No, they should just get Betty White to play it. Contractually obligated to sit in this compound and be the wife of this guy. <laughs> okay, well, but the, so we only see one suit. So would she be the new Santa Claus? Would her, would her, would her, would she grow a dick and would her breasts fall off? Like I don't I don't know how far this magic goes. John, is it important to you that Santa Claus has a dick? Is no, that... no, I'm just curious. Like because it's a magically binding contract that you can't read when you just find the card on mm-hmm. somebody's corpse on your front lawn in the middle of the night. You have to use a magnifying glass to see it, and it's written like all around the edges. So it's, it's clearly like a magical trap. I, I just, I, what would happen? I think it's something Hollywood needs to explore. I do too. Let's write a script. I think I like, I like, yeah, the the Mrs. Claus is a good title. We'll start with that. I like, I like the all the emphasis on the letter E at the end of Claus, so that, yeah. so that we get it. You yeah. know, wink. How'd you like this movie? It was okay. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really hold up whatsoever, but it was alright. No. Uh, Tim Allen surprisingly watchable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's not good, really, but he's he he does a good mix of kind of a goofy idiot, but also kind of like a real mean guy. Yeah, <laughs> where he'll just say like really mean shit and then bounce. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of funny. I like that. That's why he's still getting work today. You know? Is he? Yeah. Did he just have a show that was canceled? Okay. Well, mm. I think it ran for a few years. I guess. My point is. <laughs> he's you... still playing Buzz Lightyear. You know. Oh right, right. He mm-hmm. does the voice for Buzz Lightyear. Even though, even though in this movie, his character teaches his son that it's okay for adults and children to have secrets between each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very healthy for a father to tell his son not to share anything with his his ex wife, yeah. the child's biological mother. Yeah, let's just keep a secret. Let's not. But the kid can't even fucking handle that. So no. that's okay. I told the judge everything. Like with the... lesson one, kid, the law's not on your side. You're old enough where you shouldn't believe in Santa, and you, you're still dumb enough to tell authorities, like, the truth? No, thank you. Grim. I think there's also another way you could cut this film. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to add a couple scenes, but when Tim Allen abducts the child and goes to the North Pole, and then allows the child a single phone call where it sounds like it's a poor <laughs> connection and there's strange noises in the background, as though yeah. he was definitely abducted. <laughs> When the child is there, he he helps these elves invent, like, a state-of-the-art war sleigh for Santa. <laughs> Like, it's got all this fucking high-tech shit in it. I think that this child is, like, a, a prodigy of war. I think the stepdad, the psychiatrist, I think yeah. he's a plant by the CIA to monitor this child genius. 
and his propensity for war to try to keep him in line. I, I think that's why the stepdad gets the judge to give him and the mother full custody mm. without involvement by Tim Allen, who is, <laughs> is, a, is a dangerous free radical. I like this line of thinking, but if he's such a genius, why would he put a cookie dispenser in a sleigh where he's literally going house to house, dropping off presents and eating cookies? Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not a war genius. I'm not, I'm not some war hawk always looking for the advantage. I mean, look, what if the cops are surrounding a bunch of houses and Santa can't land for a little while, but he mm-hmm. needs some calories to get him through the next hour or two? I never thought of that. Because of his magically maintained weight that he's not allowed to have any control over. He's got to eat those cookies. Yeah. Yeah, nourishment. I'm sure, I'm sure you can drug them if he needs to abduct someone else. Get, you know, you press another button and there's like a cookie that comes out where you eat it, you fall asleep for six to eight hours. A, a, a roofie doodle. Tastes like a snickerdoodle, puts you down like a drug. I think the CIA knows that the elves exist. Mm-hmm. I, think I, think I think they want to monitor anybody who would help Santa. So you think they maybe slicked up uh, Tim Allen's roof? That's a good point. They might have. No, because then they would have had somebody monitoring it, which they didn't. I give this movie, I think I'll give it one, one brass trumpet. I love a good fart joke, but uh, there were two just random farts in this movie, so I'm going to have to give it a tiny accordion. Yeah, there were two farts in it, yeah. Oh, the first one when he gains a bunch of weight, because that's all fat people do. They just <laughs> fart all the time, they can't help it. Oh, and the reindeer. The second random reindeer fart. Yeah. They didn't add anything and nobody really comments on. Yeah, I forgot about I I watched that movie, like, less than three hours ago, and I have forgotten about that. It's, uh, it's really something. I picked a brass trumpet because this movie is pretty one note. <laughs> yeah, my rating system is a joke. Uh, here's the thing, though. I don't really watch a lot of Christmas movies during the Christmas season. I don't really care True. about Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's when my birthday is, Jeff. I don't know if you knew that. It's Christmas Day. Oh, you have a birthday? I do have a birthday. <laughs> and because I don't watch Christmas movies, really, mm-hmm. this might be the only Christmas movie I see this year. <laughs> and that feels tragic. Right? Yeah. That Are there good f- Christmas movies, though? You want to watch Jingle All the Way? Um, hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's yeah. good. Yeah. With the Bumble. All right. I, I and that guy guess. sings a song about silver and gold. He's only up there to make a profit. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. If you haven't seen that recently, you're missing out. Uh, Scrooged. Scrooge yeah. is good. Scrooge yeah. is good. Uh, Die Hard. If you haven't seen Die Hard okay. recently, it's a good Christmas movie. Gremlins, I guess. Uh, no, I don't like Gremlins. <laughs> What's wrong with just, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like little. I don't like Muppets in in like. It's an attempted horror movie. I, I just. I, you know, here's the, yeah. to be fair. I haven't seen it in a long time. So. I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you. It doesn't hold up, but it is uh, classic. No, I don't go for that. It's gotta hold up. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, that is pretty good. Oh yeah, they they sing the "We're Marley and Marley" song. That's a, yeah. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a really good one. I'm gonna watch that. I used to have that on VHS. And it's got Michael. It's got Michael Caine in it. So there are we're better Christmas movies we could watch. Michael Caine doing some acting, ain't I, sir? I'm the voices guy. Just have okay. a little act with these Muppets, sir. Why why do we fall down, sir? Do you have a Michael Caine? I'd like to hear your mic because mine's obviously garbage. I don't. Mine's obviously garbage. I I don't have a Michael Caine. You don't you got nothing? What do you got? What's the closest to Michael Caine you got? Uh, what does he say in these why movies? Why do we fall down, sir? He was in Batman, remember? You remember that line? I know. Jeff, you remember, when he, you remember when he says that line in Batman? <laughs> the size of a tangerine. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> so we can learn to pick ourselves back up. I don't think you need a crossbow in the library, but apparently there's a cat burglar. What's that? 
No, What's that I lost from? it. I lost yeah, I know. it. We're both stri- we're both drifting. What's what, what was that from? What was that from? That was my made up dialogue oh. from Okay. <laughs> the Dark Knight oh, okay. Rises. Oh, I might. <laughs> oh, yeah, Michael Caine. <laughs> isn't, it? isn't it? It's Michael. It's Michael Caine, isn't it? <laughs> we should just do that for a pot. We should just do. Should we call it? We call it Canes. We just call it Canes. We just both do Michael Caine impressions. Soys of a tangerine. <laughs> I, now we're just talking about Michael Caine. Now I gotta look up what else has he been in. I'm not really. I don't really follow his career. I'm sure he's been in a, a lot of stuff. I'm sure he's done recent stuff with the other old actors like Morgan Freeman and Jack the Nicholson prestige. about being old. He's, That's not what I was thinking. He's in but the yeah. Prestige. Well, I was in the Prestige, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> in it. The Prestige is a film I've been in, isn't it? Oh, I was in. I was in Interstellar. Why, why do we shoot ourselves into the sky with rockets? Oh, was he was in uh, Inception too? So we could too, travel right? back in time and tell our daughters how to save the Earth. <laughs> is that was it a bad movie? Yeah, isn't it? It's a bad movie, isn't it? Interstellar. It's a bad movie. I was in. I was in it. What? Wasn't I? <laughs> he was in that Now You See Me movie about oh, magicians. Oh, I was in Cars too, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I was in Cars too. I was driving around. Well, I was the car. That's the kind of actor I am, isn't it? Wouldn't I? Weren't they all we cars? We all cars. Me and my friends got together. We pretended to be cars. He was in a movie called Harry Brown, which I believe is what I call my bubble. All right, all right. Come on. We could have spent a lot more time exploring Michael Caine in Cars 2, okay? That's what I call my butthole, isn't it? Just, oh, you kind of blue ball me here, ain't you? Isn't it? I want, to, I want to talk about being a car Cars 2. Why wasn't he in any of the Harry Potter movies? Oh, I, was busy, I was busy doing Austin Powers and Goldmember in 2002, wasn't I? <laughs> I was too busy. I was too busy on the big screen, wasn't I? I don't know what this accent I, is. It's all over the place. Island? He was in the island? I don't, I, no, no, you ruined it with your butthole <laughs> joke. What? You always have to make it crass. What, uh, let's... Michael Caine in Cars 2. Right. I just have to hear what he sounds like in Cars 2 real quick. I'm on. Let me... <laughs> okay. Cars 2 introduces new character thanks to Michael Caine. It's just... Vroom, vroom. <laughs> but in an English accent. <laughs> so the car is a British intelligence spy. Um, this is word for word from Michael Caine's mouth. Called Finn McMissile. He is a complete and utter technical expert. This car could do things that you will be amazed. It's very brave. It's quite romantic. It's romantic. Cars too romantic. He doesn't let romance get in the way of saving the world. Wow, that was kind of a letdown. It's kind of a letdown, wouldn't it? The soys of a tangerine. That letdown. Candy. Um. Candy. No, no transitions. <laughs> no transition, didn't it? I was gonna say one last it's candy, thing about isn't it? the movie, but you're it's right. Ca- it's candy. It's candy. <laughs> No, you can say your one last thing. Go, no, go ahead. I was going to say the story that um, Tim Allen's ex-wife and Judge Reinhold say that made them not believe in Santa was all about not getting one toy. They didn't say they didn't get any toys. They said, just this one toy I really wanted. Didn't get yeah. it. And I was like, you know what? Santa's not real. <laughs> I didn't get the thing I want, so this guy doesn't exist. I didn't get an Oscar Minor wiener whistle. Now I don't believe in Santa. Yeah, like, well, but still presents show geez. up, unpurchased <laughs> by me for other people, under the name Santa Claus. All right, candy, no transitions. All right, all right. We had Jesus. candy canes. How'd you like them? We ate, we ate them. I hate candy canes. What kind canes. did you get? The kind you told me to, the classic candy cane, the peppermint what red and brand? white candy canes. Bratches, Brux. whatever that's called. Donder Brux. candy canes. Yeah, I got those too. Those are really good. No. Do you not like peppermint? Uh, I only like peppermint in a York peppermint like patty. That. In a candy cane, it's pointless. I like that word. 
peppermint. peppermint. It's got a good flow to it. Yeah, the name the the name peppermint is nice. The candy cane peppermint is terrible. Peppermint, isn't it? Peppermint, isn't it? Well, it's a nice little snack, isn't it? Um, I'll just do that for every episode in the future. I have to stop. It it's it's too funny to me. It's never not. I was in cause too. I didn't need the money. I didn't mean. I didn't need the money, did I? So you're a fan of, of candy canes? Uh, not really. I, I don't I don't mind the peppermint flavor in the in the in the candy cane form. Mm-hmm. I, peppermint's good in small doses. So I I had I got like a box that came with a bunch of the candy canes in them, and I, I only had three, and I had them two different ways. Oh. So one I did the thing where you just like suck on it until it's gone. <laughs> you saucy. Is mix. that what you did? Um, I tried. I only had part of one. I'm used to just, you know, sucking them down. But uh, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's why I don't like them. So then I, instead of like doing that, I just left it in my mouth on one of the sides and it was tolerable. That's because I really couldn't taste it. And then I just broke it off and chewed it. And uh, all three ways are terrible. So I, I eventually what I would do is after unwrapping them is I would bite the long part off, not the hook part first. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd take two or three bites out of that over the... Well, I'd take like one little bite that's maybe two inches long and then maybe mm. kind of crush that up a little bit in my mouth, let it sick for a little bit, crush it up some more. Mm. I don't like chewing and biting into them because you get that, it like sticks in your teeth and I fucking hate that. Yeah. It's the one mm-hmm. thing I can't stand about any kind... If any food sticks to my teeth, hate it. Yeah. Can't stand that feeling. Starbursts, <laughs> disgusting. Tune in next episode, Starbursts. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'll, I don't, I don't know. I just couldn't, I don't know. It just didn't bother me, I guess, this time. The, 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 yeah, I, yeah they were pretty good. The form of the candy cane is not conducive for the type of candy that is contained within a candy cane. It's, it's wrapped in clear plastic, which I would rather suck on than a peppermint candy uh, cane. That's pretty drastic. You're being really dramatic. <laughs> it's, it's gross. It's gross. Have you ever had a mint and went, man, I wish it was, you know, 10 times the size of this, hard to hard to maneuver, uh, had a little hook on it, and um, wrapped in clear plastic that you can't reseal. It's like if they gave you a box, like a little package of peppermint mints, and you had to eat them all or throw so, it out. You could just have one and save the rest for later. It's yeah, garbage. no, I get it. Yeah. But did you ever, when you were a kid, you suck on them until they're like a, this needle point and then stab other people with them? Yeah, I'd end up stabbing myself in the tongue. <laughs> They're dangerous. They're terrible. Uh, even if you don't, even if you don't suck them to a point and you stab yourself, the way they dissolve when you're sucking on them, the the way they're twisted will also come, and then those edges are sharp and will cut you as well. <laughs> it's less of a candy, more of a, a, a holiday tragedy. It's terrible. They're terrible. Just, you sound like you were an ungraceful child who did not uh, like uh, did not how to prevent your mouth from stabbing it. It also happened when I was an adult, right, okay? All right, that's fair. All right. An ungraceful adult. Graceless, as well as maybe. Be you've, never, you've never accidentally stabbed yourself with a candy cane? I've accidentally stabbed myself all the time with candy canes, but I man up and deal with it because they're they're not bad. <laughs> and I like that it's mostly a holiday candy. I don't have to worry about them all year. Yeah. It, yeah. Ugh, gross. You hang them up on a tree. Who cares about canes? You know what I mean? There's other types of candy you can hang from a tree Well, branch. I like the idea, too, that they are walking aids for gingerbread men, and I'm eating them so that they have more trouble getting around. It's like yeah. I'm a monster to gingerbread men in any way because I bite their legs off, chew them up while they watch. And then as they go to reach for a cane so they can Ooh, walk that's away. That's mine now. Thank you. You can crawl. You can crawl, you filthy gingerbread man. Crawl back to your house. Oh, the door doesn't open because I made it not open. Because I built your house. I own you, you piece of shit. It's a holiday nightmare. <laughs> Gets inside his house. There's Donder. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. 
crushed on the ceiling. Peppermint is like the worst mint flavor as well. It's got it's got a good name, but it's like least favorite mint. Uh, what are the other mint flavors out there? I don't know. Cinnamon, wintergreen. How is cinnamon a mint flavor? I don't know. It's minty, I right? Yes. Is it not a mint? I don't. I think okay. Wintergreen is a mint, right? I don't know. Is that, is that I don't know. We're gonna have to have a botany section at the end of the podcast after the candy section too. What do you think? I think these are probably bottom of the barrel for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, the gross. They're bottom of the barrel. It's garbage. I'd say middle of the road for me. They're they're not they're not top of the shelf, but they're not no. bottom of the barrel. So yeah, middle of the road. They're terrible. Fucking <laughs> terrible. Well, you don't have to talk about them anymore. We're done. It's okay. Deep breath. They can't hurt you here. They can't hurt you here, Jeffrey. We're safe from them, ain't we? Get in my car. Spearmint. That's the other Mentos. Get in my car. I am the car. Thinking of. <laughs> I am the car. I'll die. Why do we pick candy canes back up? So we can throw them away after Christmas. How many candy canes do you think are eaten versus thrown away every year? I don't know. Uh, much smaller than the ratio of eaten to thrown away that happens to candy corn at uh, Halloween. Well, I guess because there's so much other candy around Halloween that why you get to you go down to candy corn when you're desperate. Uh, I never go down to candy corn. Ooh, la di da, Mr. Rockefeller. Thank you. Thank you. But I mean, how, how many other candies are, are synonymous with uh, Christmas, though, other than candy canes? Uh, gingerbread, right? Gingerbread cookies. I don't know. Apple pie is a pretty classic all the time celebratory thing. Pie's not candy. So It's a sweet. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> you know, this is just a free association exercise for me. I don't know. Let's. Christmas candy. Let's see. Let's see what we get. No, nobody wants homemade candy. You fucking idiots. Okay, yeah, I don't know, that's a good point. Like, M&M's come out with their red and green, but that's not any Mm -hmm. different. It's not a specific candy. Cadbury started making the eggs more circular and just called them Christmas balls. Sugar plums. I'm sure. Sugar gumdrops. Sugar plums. Gumdrops. I never thought of gumdrops in Christmas other than in that one song. Yeah, I think gumdrops are more of like a go-into-the-movies type thing. I've never had a sugar plum. Have you had no, a sugar I have not plum? had a sugar plum. You want to eat sugar plums for next time? I don't know. I don't really. I don't like plums. Are they actually? Just I, don't, plums? I don't know. Oh, okay, so it's not actually a plum. It's just a hard candy made out of hardened sugar, in a small round oval huh. shape. I'll, I'll eat sugar plums. I don't know how to. I don't know where to get them. I mean, the internet, right? Uh, just ask the internet to send yeah, you sugar we'll plums, and then it, it'll we'll happen. See. I don't like anybody getting my name. You know, I don't want the internet to have my name. Gotta stay off the grid. <laughs> Jelly Belly, purple sugar plum jelly candy. Why is like the fifth results purple underwear? Nice. <laughs> and bookmark? And, no, right. um, you've already rated candy canes. You know, you've said your piece. Middle of the road. This from the guy. <laughs> this is why I haven't closed it out. I knew you wanted to fight about how I classified my personal opinion on this candy, so please continue. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't even remember what we ate last week, but I remember you putting that at the bottom of the barrel. So you're saying candy canes are better than gummy uh, worms. Absolutely, hands down. Yeah, gross. Gummy worms are it's, disgusting. Yeah. We haven't started this new rating system for very long, so I, I can't pin you down on anything else. But you're saying there's several candies worse than candy canes. Yeah. Oof. Foremost among them is Heck. all gummy candies. Even Swedish fish? Swedish fish are not a gummy candy. They're made of that gum, right? No. Fish, obviously. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's Heads Up. That's the Heads Up podcast with Jeff and Sean. I'm Sean. I'm, I'm Jeff. If you want to contact us about anything, you don't. But if you want to, you can email us at headsup at gmail.com. There's a Twitter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. an Instagram. At Heads Up Pod is the mm-hmm. user ID handle, isn't it? For both of those. <laughs> That's that's how you hit hit up heads yep. up. Yeah. If you have 
if you have a Michael Caine impression, why don't you why don't you go ahead and just record that and send it to us? Because I want to hear all of them. Yeah, I want to hear it. Tag us in your Instagram post of you doing a Michael Caine impression. If you know the answer to the question, why do we fall down? You can let us know in a Michael Caine voice. <laughs> if you think it's how how I'm eating candy canes that makes me hate them so much, please submit the proper way to eat candy canes with the most detailed instructions as possible. Non sexual, please, because I know how you people are. Uh, you don't know how they are because we've never. I know yeah, how Brett There is. you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna let it hang there. I wanted to see. Well, that's been the that's been the podcast, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, we're done with the podcast now. I had I had a lot of fun. I can only say tangerine, so I don't. I can't fit that into a sentence right now. <laughs> it's been it's been a real tangerine dream. Is that Ringo? Oh, I was, I was a member of the Beatles. We were barely passable band when we were famous. But our music now, our music now doesn't fit with the modern day society. I don't know why people still listen. Does make it sense? Don't, it don't make sense. It's mad. It's madness, isn't it? It's like if you ask a millennial today who loves the Beatles what his favorite TV show was, and he was like, "I love Lucy, definitely favorite show." I mean, sure, it's great, and first time it was amazing, but uh, they made other TV shows. I don't know what you're talking about. Damn it. Things have progressed since the Beatles. Get over it. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's been the Heads Up Podcast. Uh, we're done with it now. Um, this is Jeff. You don't even remember how to end it, I'm getting to that. I'm get- I say this is Jeff and Sean, and we're popping off, and then you say toodles, motherfucker. I know how to end it. I was waiting for you to make goddamn sense of your I Love Lucy that you shoehorned into this Beatles thing that you shoehorned into my Michael Caine impression. <laughs> okay I'll never make sense Alright, this has been the Heads Up Podcast We did all that part This is Jeff and Sean We're popping off Toodles Fucking idiot <laughs> Fucking idiot <laughs>